My God. Come on, say hallelujah. hallelujah. Come on, come on, say hallelujah. hallelujah. See if it was for me to be all right. But it's for the Lord. Come on, say hallelujah. God is truly amazing. He's a, I'm telling you, he's an awesome God. My wife told me, she said, slow down a little bit this time. I'm, I'm a fire starter. I'm, I'm on fire for God. I believe what he said. I do what he says. And I believe that that, that impact, that we do what he says. It was Clinton and Sarah Utterbuck. They said, uh, he said, I keep looking for Jesus. Keep doing what Jesus did and keep saying what Jesus said and you'll turn your life around. So I thank God for the man of God and this house, this agape. God didn't have to do it. I told Pastor Maybell yesterday, I said, man, I've preached in a lot of churches, you know. But men of God don't open up the pulpit quite often. And I said, Lord, what are you doing? He testified to my daughter and his son. And I'm grateful to God that my daughter and his son, she met a man of God. And it said, you shall know a tree by the fruit it bears. And I took a look at the man of God. And I took a look at Rudy Jr. And I took a look at my daughter. I said, you all right. You're going to be all right. It's not about what we have or the things that we have. It's about that they serve God and they're sold out to God. That's going to make the difference. Things will pass away. And behold, all things are new. I thank God for my lovely wife. She don't understand quite yet. But it's coming to her, Pastor Mayberry. It's It'll be three years this year. And I tell you, she's awesome. But uh, uh, she's so humble and she's so uh, fragile in certain areas. And I thank God for that because I'm, I, I'm, I'm a different type. Uh, uh, I'm, I'm a different kind. I need a temperance around me. I need somebody to grab the coattail, even if sometimes I do fan it. Get back. I know what I'm, but I'm telling you, the spirit of her and her mother, her mother got saved uh, in a funeral and she started preaching the word of God and she was coming out of Muslim faith. My wife's name is Aisha. And if you were a Muslim, you would know what her name means. God has something in store for her. I've been on missions all my life, and I'm not going to belabor the hour, but I'm just trying to, 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 to make a, 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 a story. I told you, I come to tell you a story that we all can understand because somewhere along the line in my story, we're going to make a connection. But I'm telling you, her mother got saved in a funeral, came from a Muslim background into, from, from Catholic to Muslim to Christianity. And my wife, I saw a picture of her when she was a young child. And she had her hand up and she was on her knees with a school teacher. And I saw it right there in the picture. I said, my God, she's serving God. And I asked her, I said, what were you thinking about as a little girl with your hand up and on your knees? She said, I was just so happy. And that's the spirit that she had. She's a mighty woman of God. Don't get it twisted now. if If you come from Chicago, you can sit down. You can sit down. If you come from Chicago, uh, you know, Chicago has many pockets and they have many different names. You know, I come off the 9-5. You know, uh, she comes out of the wild hundreds. So don't get it twisted. She always talks about, she says, well, you know, my face, you know, it looks beautiful. I look meek in my, 
but don't turn her loose. Don't turn her loose. But I just come to say God is going to use her. And I'm going to testify right now because I'm taking you somewhere today and we're going to be talking about the word of God. He's got to be my twin. God's got to be talking to him because he's right all down in my word. I'm talking about he's in my word because I'm going to prove to you that the word of God is rhema. I'm going to prove to you that the word of God is real. I told Pastor Maybell, it's a full-dressed entity. It's a full-dressed deity. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. You missed it. Did you catch it, you scholars? He said you're champion. He's already showing you the deities of God. Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit. I don't want to get too far ahead of myself. Let's have a word of prayer. Father God, we thank you for everything that you've done. Father God, you don't make no mistakes. Some of you think you're here by happenstance or somebody invited you or you just decided one day to come to agape love. But I'm telling you, God sent you here. And I'm calling to your spirit, man. I'm calling to your soul. I want God to open up your ears and listen to what the spirit of the Lord is saying. You are not a happenstance. You came in this place, in this agape love, for a reason. Not for yourself, but a reason for God. God wants to use you. In the Bible, it says there are vessels of gold and honor. And we want to be a vessel of gold and a vessel of honor. We don't want to be a vessel of wood because a vessel of wood will burn up under the fire. God is going to purify you for his goodness. He burns and he melts gold. But when you melt gold, gold all it does, you take out the impurities when you burn it with fire. And when the gold comes out, it comes out just as clear and just as crystal gold, crystal yellow. Because the impurities are all burned up. Lord, burn up the impurities in our lives. Shake us and make us and mold us. And when the gold comes out, it comes out in a liquid form. And it's hot and it's ready to be molded. Father God, put us in the mold that you would have us to be in. And when you put us in the mold, push us to the side and let us cool down by your winds and your, your water. And purify us, Father God, that we might be used by you for you to do what you've called us to do. It's not about us, but it's about the spirit of the Lord, which is alive and it's rhema and it's living. Open our ears that we might hear today, Lord. And I thank you, Father God, for the man of God of this house that would open up the pulpit to me that he thought that I might have a word from God to speak to you, this shepherd, this wonderful shepherd. I'm asking you, Lord, that you increase him. Increase him. Not a hundredfold, a hundred thousandfold. Increase him because he has a heart that I know that he'll give it away. He'll give unto the saints of God. He'll be wise with his giving and his doing. And he'll build a magnificent house for you. That it'll be a multi, implicit uh, place where things and people will go in and go out. And we always talk about agape love. Do it right now in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. This thing is mind-blowing, I'm telling you. I'm telling you it's mind-blowing. This man, it's all in my word. I'm like, man, you should just go ahead and keep preaching because you're all in the word. He got it. He's right. But the Spirit of God don't make any mistakes. He was speaking that because he was setting it up for where we're going today. 
I know this is a particular house. See, I don't want you to look at me and look at me as I'm new to this. I'm not new to this. I tell my wife all the time. I think sometimes people get it mixed up. They think I'm new to this. I'm not new to this. I can see. I, I got a spiritual eye. I can see. I'm telling you, you might not believe what I'm saying to you, but I can see. I tell my wife all the time, I can see. And I hope she doesn't mind me using her today, but I can see. My wife sometimes, and you ride with me because this is for your good. She sometimes, she's uh, she's uh, she could be frustrated about things because she wants everything to be perfected and in perfection. And she keeps on, and she gets upset. And I have to say, hey, hold on. God is still working on you. But I don't think she understood what I've been talking to her. I said the fruit don't fall too far from the tree. So you're getting aggravated because the Lord is calling you to a different plane and a different plateau. I'm only saying it right now because I'm testifying. They said where two or three are established, he said I'll be in the midst. And if it does not come back true, well then I'm a prophet liar. And I don't even claim to be a prophet. The word of God speaks for itself as we're going to find out. It says the word, that's what God said, the word. He said, speak a word. Meditate on that. Speak a word. I didn't tell you to speak my words. I'm telling you to speak a word of God over your life. We don't believe, I don't think. That's, that's the issue. There's a lot of pastors preach this thing. Bill Winston is one of my favorite guys. Know him. But he preaches. He said, you don't really believe this thing that I'm talking about. You don't really believe the word. We had a connection, Pastor Maybell, years ago and didn't know it. The church, his pastor that he was up under, Pastor James Watson, we did the, uh, we did the uh, uh, gymnasium floor in that church on his trail years ago, but just hadn't, God hadn't said it was time yet for me to meet him and to walk with him. But the time is right. I'm talking about the word of God. He said, speak a word over your life. Speak a word. It's rhema. I said now, the word of God is three entities. You're going to find out. I'm going to tell you. I'm just telling you my part, how I feel. But I'm going to show you in the word what God feels. We, 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 we not here quite yet. You got to understand. It's just like a, I tell my wife all the time. If you wanted a Ferrari, it's sitting in the driveway. It's full of gas. And it's got a key and ignition. But you won't even get in it because you don't even believe it that it's there. You can start it up and go on down the road. The word is just that powerful. I'm talking about his power. He said it's sharper than any two-edged sword. Splits you down from the marrow to the bone. It's just that powerful. But he said, speak a word. You got to speak a word. This is a different community now. I'm checking it out. I came in here talking to uh, First Lady's father, and I, he down from Paris, uh, uh, Kentucky. My father right down there uh, from Hickman, right up the road, Lexington. I'm all down up in there. My, parents, my father's people raised stepping horses. So there's business owners in this house. Yeah. See, that's why I'm taking you this morning. We've, we, we, we've, we've too long, we've uh, 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 depended on the government and uh, uh, the other people for the jobs that we have for ourselves. God said, you were the, in the beginning was the word and the word was God. It was with God and the word was God. He said, I told my wife this morning, I knew you before you was even in your mother's womb. 
So if he knew you before you was in your mother's womb, didn't he know that you would have the wisdom to be able to teach business and uh, a tradesman? I'm a tradesman. I'm a bricklayer by trade. I'm a master uh, a bricklayer. Nothing I can't build. My wife, she'll tell you. I'll see something, and she said, I can't believe this. This man outside building it by myself with those three entities. And they be talking to me. They talk to me in my sleep. They talk to me when I walk. They talk to me when I'm on vacation. They talk to me right now. And they were saying to me, if you take that piece of wood and put those pieces of wood together and put that piece of wood together, when you start there, make sure your lower here when you get there. And when you get there, you build this wall, take this stick, prop this up, hold that, nail that, and leave that there. Repeat it on the other side. Repeat it. And when you repeat it, then the header across the top. Put your header in and nail the top on the top on that wood that sticks over uh, four inches and four inches on this side and nail it down and then hold those ends. And then come back to this end and repeat the same thing, the header back here, and put it on and stand it up and nail it together and prop it and hold it. And now it becomes uh, the extension on the garage. That's just how God works. I'm talking to you. Are you listening to me? We forfeit a lot of things because we do not believe that God is with us. God is the word. Jesus is the word. And he left the Holy Ghost with you. And he said the Holy Ghost will teach you all things. Listen what he said. I came. Look, look, look what I'm talking about. I came to lift up you today, O oh Lord. I came to get the blood flowing through your spiritual veins. To give you mouth to mouth. Of resuscitation or word of mouth to resuscitate your body. Some of us are uh, barely breathing. Some of us are barely moving. We, we don't believe. We don't believe God can do what he said he can do. God said I can do anything but fail. You got to give yourself over to him. My wife, we be in prayer and we be rolling and she be talking to me and she be away from me and we come back. She said the Lord said Rhema. I said, Rhema, yeah, I said, chew on that for a while. Rhema is the word of God. Uh -oh, no, no, she said, endow me. She said, the Lord said, endow. Endow. I said, yeah, the Lord said, endow me. Take me over. Transfer my blood out of my body. And take your blood and put it in me that it came down uh, 42 generations. And put that blood in, in your branch. Endow me means to take me over. We need to be, it's a, it's, didn't you hear it? They said it's a Holy Ghost takeover. Lord, take over my mind. Lord, take over my walk. Lord, take over my talk. Lord, take me over. I'm going to let that meditate for a while. I'm going to sit on that for, take me over. You've seen movies. All of you seen movies. Matrix, they say, hey, pop, download. I need to learn how to fly this helicopter. See, the world already knows. See, they mimic what we should know. And APOC hits the computer, and she's able to fly the helicopter because there was a Holy Ghost download. All your life, God has been downloading information in you. And my pastor used to say, there's a template inside of you. And when something hits on you, you think about it, the template, it pops up. Brother, you engineer, you know. You hit that button and it, it pops up. And now you're able to, uh, uh, it's, a, it's, a, it's, a, it's a Rolodex or it's, a, it's a, uh, uh, a manifesto. You're able to push the buttons that you need to get where you need to go. Yeah. 
but some of us don't believe. You thought you did something. You didn't do anything. God gave that to you. He's in the spirit. He's not uh, necessarily in the flesh, but Jesus was God in the flesh. He came to experience what you're experiencing, and he came to set some things straight so we know how to move. Are you hearing what I'm saying to you? Come on, talk to me. See, I'm not that old uh, 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 shout and dance preacher and we get shouted, we get excited, and we go home and we still messed up when we get there. You talk about when you get back there, your house intact, but when you get back there, you still got the same problem that you rolled in with that you're going back to and you're still trying to figure them out. And I'm telling you, God already gave you the information that you need to figure it out. I said, speak a word over yeah. your life. Anything that you need, yeah. ask God about it. Yeah. But listen, I'm saying to you, I came to speak a word. I came to set the captive free. Yeah. I came to lift up a bow down here. Yeah. I came to open the blind's eye. Yeah. I said I because sometimes we only see with one eye. I come to open the blind eye. My wife had a vision her sister, and she gave her some ointment, and she told her, wash your eyes. Ooh, and I've been trying to be still, Pastor Maybell, not getting ahead, because God said, be quiet, don't you say nothing. Because she on her way. He said, take the ointment and wash your eyes. Water represents new, refreshed, healing. Wash your eyes. God bless her soul. Her sister was... Killed on the, 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 in Madison in a car accident. But this was right after we had just met, my wife and I, and we were on a trip. She graduated. I'm going to keep lifting her up because I want God to show her that who she is and she can come into a place where the body of believers and we can grab a hold of her and we can help her because some of you have been where she's going. Some of you have the understanding and the know-how because the Spirit of God already gave it to you. I'm telling you, you're here for a reason. God is setting you up. There's somebody that you have to meet in this agape and somebody's going to, all those things that you've been waiting on, somebody's going to speak a word and it's going to light up. And you're going to say, man, I've been waiting on you all this time. You mean to tell me that I could do X, Y, Z? This is what I could do? Yes, you can do because God already gave the man of God the blueprint for some of your lives. That's why you're here. He said, wash your eyes so you could see. So I'm praying to the Lord in the spirit that our sister, because she was saved, that she will continue to wash her eyes on the uh, 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 medical cross there's a snake on the medical cross. And she said, my sister, before she died, she gave me this. My wife is headed towards a PA. That's what she, she's a different being. I was talking to Pastor Maybell last night. My wife is different. We could be walking and she sees something. She said, well, you know now, that right there, if they did that and that is this and that, the body is interesting. It'll do that. And she thinks I'm not listening to her. It's, it's, it's just like clockwork because that's who she is. God is calling her to the ministry of health. Yes. And he's trying to use her to wake up people so we can live better, so we can live longer, so we can eat the right things, so we can do the right things, that God can continue to use us. You have to take care of the body because if you don't take care of the body, the spirit got to leave when the body go back to the ground. But the spirit can't operate here without the body. So I'm talking to her, and I'm looking at the ingenuity of her. God say, uh-uh, be careful what you talk about. I tell people all the time we were talking on the way over here, be careful how you judge others. Because God said, if you judge, you're going to be judged. 
Be careful now how you judge. You're standing strong and you're pumping this and you're talking this and you're talking that. What about your closet? God said in his word, there's no not one righteous, no not one. Not one. He didn't say there was ten. He said there's no not one righteous. The man of God just said the word was God. He's the only one that's pure and whole. I came to encourage and inspire. I came to heal. Healing in my hands. I came to heal the brokenhearted. I came to do the will of God. I came to speak a necessary word for God. I came to proclaim the word of God, which the word of God is rhema. It's real. It's a breathing deity. We about to get into a little word now. It said, it is a true nature of God. God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Spirit. Now, my question is, because that's the man of God I am. I don't preach straight through like a, uh, you have professors. They teach, and they stand at a lectern. You cannot get involved. I'm not that kind. I wasn't raised that way. I was raised, and we sit in a room. We get the word of God, what we're going to deal with, and we break it open. Everybody get a little piece and tell me how you feel. What is the spirit of the Lord saying to you? Because he said the spirit of God, the word of God is rhema. It's alive. So just because he didn't give you that, he might have gave it to a Pastor Maybell. But if I talk to Pastor Maybell in the setting, I could get what I need. He could get what he needs. So the word of God is breaking open. But the question is, so why do we live such defeated lives as believers? Let that meditate for a little while. Why? Do we live such defeated lives as believers? God said we need to speak a word over our lives today. So it's okay. Start speaking a word over your life right now. Things that you need. God said as long as it lines up and it's in my word, it's, it's, it's for, my, for my good, I'll grant it to you. He said you have not because you ask not. I said, what is wrong with us? We got needs. All we got to do is get down on our knees and say, Lord, you know my need. You know my heart. These are the things that I need. But Pastor Maybell always said, come with conditions now. Seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these other things shall be added unto thee. But you can ask for what you will with God, and God will grant it to you. So we need to start asking God today, what do you want for agape? Where the place where you dwell with all your loved ones and your friends and your brothers and sisters in Christ. What do you want for this house? See, I came with a message and I came, a question and answer because we getting ready to build something here. Amen. Now, we were talking about, I can't be selfish. I was on my way uh, 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 to, to, to uh, 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 Sanctuary of Redemption. That's the church that God gave me and put in my heart. But in the word, even that he got in the word. But God said, you got to forsake yourself sometimes to do what you need to do for others that others can grow. But in the process, as you do for others and as you're helping them grow, the message that you need be right with them. And they help you grow. You see what I'm saying? So I was on my way. I'm not testifying about anything. Uh, uh, Paul said, if you want to uh, brag about some, brag about your iniquities. I was a sinner. Unsaved. In the world. Pistol carrying. Drug selling. Beat your butt kind of. Talking to Brother Willie, we was talking about that. But God rescued me from myself. So I'm not that kind. Don't get the smile and the love food now. You start messing with family and getting down the wrong way, we're going to get down. 
And the blood it still works. It still works. But I'm saying to you, you got to start looking at agape for where agape is going. What do you need in agape? This is what I'm talking about. I met your father coming in. That's just me. I, I interviewed a room. That's just who I am. His family raised tobacco right up the street from my people. But he has a, he has a well understand about business. And he's a senior man. The man told me, if you don't mind, he told me he's 85 years old. And he looks good because his mind is right. Because he's getting the word of God. But can you imagine? That's where I come from. At his age, I was in church. Or the church for me was my father's business. I was working in a mechanic shop. And at his age, at four, at her age, I was helping with assistance, change tires. My father was teaching me the trade. But I got older and I said, hey, my neighbor was a, a tuck point. I like that. I said, man, I like that. He said, well, go check it out, see what you want. Then I became a bricklayer. But I'm saying this man has wisdom that he's traveled on this earth for 85 years that he can give you if you listen to him. But see, that's what's wrong today. These young folks, man, don't want to listen. Know everything. You know everything. That man knows some holes that's out on I-57 that I ain't never seen going down uh, to, 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 to Kentucky. Because I know the way by Missouri, when you cross over the bridge at 57, you're in Missouri. And if you keep on riding too, a bit too long, you come on up to. I've been to Paducah. I done been to Nashville. I done been all the way down there. But that's the road. But he knows some areas in the road. Hey, bro, don't stop there in that town. He knows. My father would put, my father had a double tank on his van. See, people don't know nothing about that. My father said, we ain't stopping. We ain't stopping till we get to Effingham. He could testify to that. We're going to stop in Effingham because that was the only place that blacks could stop and be cool. My father said, we're going to get gas right now. I reach down on the side and turn that lever and that other tank pick up and we keep on riding. My brother's like, man, what we do? I say, hey, man, take it easy, Greasy. We got a long way to slide. We got a long way to slide. But as we roll today, you will come to know that we have power to change things and God's authority to live victorious lives and build a strong kingdom for God. We have power over Satan and this world. Yes. Now, don't take my word. Let's get into the word. Okay, I was looking at this thing. I told you in the beginning was the word. You could text John 1 and 1. And I'm going to show you what Pastor Maybell all in my word here. But that ain't nothing but the spirit of God. He set it up. Look at God. It said, in the beginning was the word, and the word was God, and the word, uh, I'm saying, and the word was with God, and the word was God. Yeah. It says, this one verse established the word as being both divine and eternal in nature. Everything you read after this must be filtered through the reality that the word was God. Filter that, everything from this point on, you filter that through the word of God because everything is God and God is the word. Are you listening to what I'm saying to you? My God, look at this thing. Look at this thing. Uh, it said, um, everything, I'm sorry, let, let us look at the word of God. Uh, we, we looked at one and one. But let's go to, let's go three, let's go three, one and two. But before I go there, let me just read you another thought. It said, in my opinion, the most important verse of the entire gospel of John, when you understand what John one and one means, you will see that it shapes the lens by which we must look at Jesus throughout the rest of the book. One of the most important truths 
about who Jesus is, the character and the nature of God appearing in these few words. In the beginning was the word, and the word was with God, and the word was God. Now, let's slide on down uh, uh, to John uh, 3, and this is where we pick up Pastor Maybell. You know where I'm going. Matthew spoke about it. But there was a, a, a man, a Pharisee, named Nicodemus. <laughs> he was just talking about him. The same came to Jesus by night and said unto him. Now, check this out, this world. Rabbi, we know that thou art a teacher Come from God, for no man can do these miracles that you do us except God be with him. Amen. What? Even the world knows that God is real. All these books, the principles of God's word. All you got to do is know the principle and live the principle and the thing will come alive. Now be careful now. Be careful. Satan mimics God. I told you about that OTO. See, the Arnell slam, they took and they slain for the foundation of the world. See, Satan wanted him back so he can bring the sins back. So it's a mimic, so be careful who you pray to. But I tell people all the time, but when you pray, be careful what you ask because you just might get it. So don't pray for no wayward uh, uh, wife. Don't pray for no wayward husband. You know, don't, don't, don't pray for no job that you think that they've given up all the bread. Don't pray for that. Joseph even was smarter than that. Joseph prayed for wisdom. Give me wisdom. And that's what I want. I want wisdom, Lord. I pray for wisdom every day. Look at this thing. Even the council, because in this Bible it says the council and Nicodemus, even this world we live in, they know who Jesus is. Why don't we? This was showing the power that God has the word. Has, that Nicodemus would seek Jesus out. But see, the enemy, that's when you know the enemy, he always come in the nighttime. <laughs> he got to come. Light and darkness can't comprehend the same place. So if somebody's doing so, what y'all heard the song, they come out at night. Uh, y'all heard all the records back in the world. You know, they come out at night. I'm not going to say the word. You know what I'm saying. Put the word in there. But that's when they come out. They come out at night. So he was coming thinking that he's going to fool the wise master. And Jesus confounded him. And he said he went away empty-handed. He left only person in the Bible that came to Christ and never got changed and went away the same way he came. So think about that now. I used to ask my father all the time, hey, Dad, can I get some money? And I said, you got some money? He said, yeah, I got money and I got sense to go with it. What you on? What you getting ready to do? Make sure that your prayers and your uh, 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 requests are pure. Let them be pure unto God. Because God said, if you, if you do these things on that line, he said, I'll grant them to you. That's what he said. I didn't say it. Let's, let's look at it in the word. Look at what it said. Let's go to, uh, uh, we're going to go to uh, three, uh, two. Or, th or, or three. And let's see what it said in the word. Yeah, I, I'm not saying this. I want you to understand what God is saying to you. Okay, we're going to move right on. We're going to the next verse. Okay, now, now John 14, John 14 and, and, and 12. It said, verily, verily, I say unto you, he that believe on me, the works that I do, shall he also, and greater works than these shall he do, because I go unto my Father. 
wait a minute. You mean to tell me you're going to do greater works than Jesus did when he was on this earth? Come on, think about that now. If you're in Christ and you're seeking to serve the Lord and you're seeking to move for God, God said, greater works will you do than what Jesus did. And he said, the things that I do, you're going to do. And look at this. Slide on down. And here it is. Here it is. Y'all thought I was playing with you. Here it is. Here it is. It said, it said, and verily, verily, I say unto you, whoever so believes in me, I will do the works that I have been doing, and they will do every of a greater works than these. And then it moved on here. Let's see what else it moved to. Then it said, uh, believe me. This is what he's saying, what he'll do. Believe me, I am in my Father, and my Father is in me. If you can't believe that, believe what you see, these works. The person who trusts me will not only do what I'm doing, but even greater things, because I owe my way to my Father, and, and I am giving you the same works to do. I've been doing right here. You can count on it from now on. Whatever ye request along the lines of who I am and what I am doing, I'll do it. That's how the Father will see, uh, I'm sorry, that's how the Father will be seen for who uh, he is in the Son. I mean it, whatever you request in this way, I'll do. I asked the question, I posed the question, so why are we? He asked the same question when he was ascending, Jesus. He said, why do we stand here and gaze? I'm asking y'all the question, so why can't we? Why can't we do whatever we need to do for God? There's a little girl, I tease my wife all the time, she's about her age. She say, well, she said, don't you know you can be what you want to be, when you want to be, how you want to be? All you got to do is believe, and you can be whatever you want to be, when you want to be, that's what you want to be. Hey, black child. Don't you know you can be whatever you want to be, when you want to be, when you step into the? And he'll call you to do whatever you need to do, and whatever you need to be, and whatever you need to say. Black child, that's what we got to do. This is the question. I said, so he would go away empty because he was not willing to do the, work, the word that God said for him to do. Like us, he did not believe. And Pastor Maybell just said the word. We want to do it our way, not God's way. I'm guilty sometimes. We question God when we don't have the faith in God to act on what the word of God says. We tell God we don't trust him. That's what we tell God. We tell God we don't trust him. So you might as well go down to Neiman Marcus or go down, I don't know, wherever you shop. Get you a nice dress and some shoes. Get you some nice braces and jewelry. Men, go on down and get you a suit. Get you a tie and a shirt, some shoes. Hey man, buy a shovel on the way out the door. <laughs> Stop at the hardware and get you a shovel. Amen. And go on out there and dig your hole. And get on in there. <laughs> Cover yourself up. 
and just wait. This is the word of God I'm talking about. I'm not talking about the word I'm saying. I'm speaking the word of God. We can do whatever we want to do in God. In the place that I see, there's a nursery. Kids are running around. I see a basketball court. I see a place, a business, a business area where you can get on the computer and work your business. I see a room for entrepreneurship and investment. I see a bricklayer's class. I see an electrician's class. I see a plumber's class. I see, I see real estate people. I see investment folks. But we invested in the world. We're going to invest in ourselves. We got to get together. Listen what I'm saying to you. It said, greater work shall we do. I proved it to you. We read the scripture. And what you ask, I will do in the name of Jesus. It pleases, it pleases God for us to get together and get down with it. God is excited when brothers come together. It said, oh, how good is it for brethren to come together, dwell together in unity. It's like the ointment that ran down the arm of beards, Aaron's beard and down his garment. And he said, God commanded I said, God commanded the blessing forevermore. That's the word of God. That's the word of God. But I'm going to take you somewhere else. We're going to get out of here. I know you feel like I do. We can do amazing things for God. Working together, ask Jesus, and he will do it. We can build our own community. I talked to you the last time. I know about Satan Claus. We don't own anything mind-blowing. When we see in God's word that we have all power and authority in his word, he is the word. We need to get together. I'm talking to you now, Agape, for the kingdom. But we got the world. We got to get out of the world. We fought to be just like them, our ancestors. We marched, we fought, and we died for civil rights in this world, and we still fighting the same fight. That's got to be so sad. We need to stay with our own, that we are believers. We are saved. We believe in God, not a false sense of hope, trusting in this world system. I'm going to give you another example. We vote for people that run in a system for government, a system that does nothing for us but tax us to death. We got to feel some kind of way, y'all. How does that make you feel? I told the brother I've been running business for almost 38, 39 years. Left the bricklayers local and look, and ain't never looked back. And I said, God, for God I live and for God I die. If I can't make it with you and on my own, I ain't going to make it. But I'm telling you, I've made it, but we still got a long way to go. So I'm saying we continue to vote in a system. They ain't going to like me for this on Facebook. You ain't going to like me, some of you. We vote every year, every four years, every two months. We vote for a candidate. He gets in there and he does the same thing he always do. There was a song he said, uh, Teddy Pendergrass said, I, I told you the world knows better than we. He said, I got me a paper and I sat down on the living room floor, and I opened it up. He said, and guess what I saw? What did I see? He said, man, I saw the President of the United States. 
He said he was going to fix these things. And then in his next phrase, he said, but he still, they done turned around and left all us pro-black folk behind. They say they got another man to take his place. I don't even think he can satisfy the human race. And the words that got me, he said, but my God, Jesus be with me. 1975. And we still got the same democracy and divide that's been going on. Our boys are dying in the streets. Mothers are on their own. Kids don't know what to do. They got nowhere to go. They hungry. They going to rob. They going to steal. They going to do whatever they got to do to survive. Is that their fault? I think not. I think some of us is our fault. It said because this generation is supposed to teach that generation. I thank First Lady's father and the men of my life that's his age. They taught me some powerful things. I told you they had all different kind of names. Don't owe owe you nothing, Charlie. Uh, One eye, uh, 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 Johnny. Uh, 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 I'm from Houston, uh, 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 Clarence. Uh, 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 I'm Milwaukee Shorty. Uh, 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 uh. They had names, but they names in the world, but them men were all tradesmen. They all worked for International Harvester. They were die cutters and uh, 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 two masters, and man, they were sharp. But I was getting the first understanding of how I was going to move and live in this world. These men were training me. We can do the same thing, y'all. Come on, Agape. Y'all got to get together and plan this thing out. We need to stay with God, work on our jobs, run our stores, our own food grocery stores, plant our own gardens, own our own clothing stores, banks, credit unions. We need to act on the word of God. That's the only way we're going to get out of this thing. For the life of me, I can't understand it. Worldwide problem and there's churches all over America. And they don't come together. Why don't we come together like the Jews do and go back home once a year and come together and sit down and say, what are we going to do with our people? These are our people. There's a separation between church and state. We got to keep them out of our business. They don't allow us in their business. You can't go and sit and count their books. We got to come together. I'm talking to you, Agape. And churches across America that's listening to me, we got to come together. We are the laughing stock of the world, but the most powerful is people that walk the face of this earth. Because I told you, it's in his word. He said, if you believe in me, me and my father will be with you. And you can ask for whatever you want in my name, and I'll grant it to you. Got to be organized. Here where, here where it comes. Here's where it's going down. We got to get organized. We got to act on the word. We have power and authority. Prayer is the first line of defense. Communing with God and speaking the word of God over our lives. God will answer us. We need to be praying for our community. The kingdom on this earth as it is in heaven. Pray for the will of God over our lives. We have to put our money and our minds together to build the kingdom of God. I'm sure this man of God has been preaching to you about coming together. The scripture says, start ye first in Jerusalem. Now, I'm a, I've been started in my household for uh, 38, almost 39 years. I'm running my own. My wife runs her own. 
We got to get together. We got to talk to one another. Hey, brother, what do you do? Hey, sister, what do you do? Hey, my brother, what you want to do? Sister, you want to run a business? This is what we can do. But we got to get together, y'all. They're going to run us out of here. How do you survive when the government shuts down? Man, they shut down, boy. Woo, have mercy. My mother's in hospice, and they shut down. And these fools, uh, somebody at the uh, Social Security board, they told her she was dead. I said, she ain't dead. She alive. I'm looking at her. But that shut down everything for her. Her pension check, her Social Security, her health insurance. But God, because I'm astute, I watch everything. God say, something ain't right here, bro. Uh-uh, we ain't seen that. Where'd that go? They somehow, and I jumped on it immediately. We went through hell to get her restarted. And you think when you got all that done, everything got back right, we got right, you think the devil ain't still mad? And then here comes her. I'm looking at the books, and I say, something ain't jiving. I told my wife. I said, uh, they missing something here. And I called the people. They say, well, yeah, back in March, her pension. They say, back in March, uh, they had declared she was dead. And they stopped her pension. I said, uh, you roll that pension check. She needs every bit of her money. But this is what I'm telling you. The enemy, he gets mad when you get him and you defeat him. We can defeat him when we unite and we come together. So preachers of this body and deacons and elders and financial people and trustees, I'm, I, I, I'm, I'm asking you right now, what you going to do? That's what Richard, Jim Brown asked Richard Pryor. You going to keep getting high? What you going to do? Rich Price said, I'm going to keep getting high. I say, man, we're going to turn to the most high. Amen. And we're going to keep working it out. we got to get together. There are, there are spiritual minds in here. There's wisdom in this house. we got to get together and start figuring out. I don't care what it is. We always got fish fries and a brunch and lunch and crunch a bunch and sipping on tea. We need to get together and sit down and talk about what we're going to do to get ourselves out of this mess. We got to be, I, I don't owe the government, I mean, I ain't with you, bro. I ain't, don't know, there ain't nothing for you. You know, you don't pay my check. If I don't get up and go to work, I don't get paid. And if I don't send somebody to work, we don't get paid. But, bro, I'm not letting you in my affairs and all my business. We're going to give Caesar what belongs to Caesar, but you're going to give me what belongs to me. We can control our own destiny. Can we or can we not? Yeah. I'm asking you a question. Can we control our own destiny yeah. with God? So I'm looking forward to the brothers. Now, where I come from, I just told Brother Willie, it was 30 or 60 of us at the church I was at, and I ran men's ministry and young men's ministry. Brothers got to get together. Amen. Where we were, we, we were a man, grabbed a young man. That was my mentee for the year. And I'm responsible for him, his school, his grades, where he going, what he doing, how he doing, how he talking to his mama. Because we will tighten you up, Jack. What they can't see, they don't know. Take you in the bathroom and set you up. We'll set you up, and you won't know what hit you. Because that's what we used to do with them young men. But them young men, when we got through with them, those young men, they came back. And when they come back, they was college grads. They was running their own business. They were thanking and praising God for the things that we did with them. Men got to stand up. When men stand up, women get in line and children get in line. Now, women, I'm not talking about you're going to be no uh, get whooped on and get beat on and he telling you what to do, how to do. No, I'm telling you, you're going to stand by your man of God. You're going to walk with your man of God. And y'all going to reason together to get it together. And it just, if your household is doing well and you find this what gets me, you fat on the hill, man. You got Rolls Royces and uh, houses behind gates and 
butlers and maids and servants. But these people out in the street, dying, man, ain't got nowhere to go. The government playing with them right now. You send all these folks from Venezuela for money because they know they wasn't going to feed these folks. And they told me the city of Chicago had something like $400 billion in the COVID fund. That's a game, too. I could talk about some old systems. COVID. COVID was a game they played with your life. Don't you see it? It's the same game. It's the same suit warmed over. Amen. They got to get the money off of the hill. So the way they get the money off of the hill, they got to come up with a problem. And then they got to come with a solution. And then the emergency money comes. But when the emergency money comes, does it ever go to your neighborhood? No, it don't go to your neighborhood. They wouldn't even use the money on you. Now some Venezuelans come over here. I ain't got nothing against them. But there's black folks where I live and go up under Wacker Drive. They all down there in tents. You ain't never said we're going to give you no Social Security or no disability and we're going to help them. It's a game they play. A game they play. It's population control. They're going to shrink you. They say we got to kill off some of these folks because we really the majority. We ain't never been the minority. I could talk to you about systems all day long. These are systems. And we're going to get out of here, Pastor Maybell. These are systems. These are systems. We need to organize, work together, build the kingdom of God, and speak a word. And I'm not just talking about speak a word and don't look for it. I'm saying speak a word and expect it. Amen. It's walking through the door. It's got clothes on. I know what it is because it looked just like what I asked for. He asked for somebody to come. We asking for other people to come to help build ministry. We looking for them to come right through the door. They got to get through the door, but the only way they're going to get through the door, we got to ask God for them. What are you doing when you go home? What are you doing in your private time? Are you, are you praying to God for the things that you need or the things that God needs for agape? You first start the way I was taught. You first start, you pray for everybody first. Now, don't be stupid now. Pray for yourself, too. But when you get finished praying for those people, you pray for yourself. What can I bring to the table? See, ministry's been 80-20 for a long time. Ministry needs to be 100%, 100%. Everybody that's involved needs to get involved. Something God gave you to do. Some talent, some gift that you have. You got to work with your hands while it's day. He said, because night come, ain't no man going to work. And the only thing we store up uh, 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 right now is we store it up in heaven. If it's heavenly work, my man just said it. You don't want to get to the, uh, to, the, to, the, to the door and you got on a mini skirt. And that's them all your gifts and you trying to pull your mini skirt down. You want a long train out the door of the things that you've done for God in his name. Only what you do for Christ is going to last. Do it in his name. Not your name, his name. For the glory of someone else. My wife will tell you all the time, I'm always, I'm constantly giving. Because I know the principle of giving. Don't you know there's a principle in giving? Planting a seed, you plant a seed, you're going to get back. Some plant it tenfold. They got uh, twentyfold back. Some plant it a hundredfold. Some folks got uh, a thousand back. You understand what I'm saying? We got to understand the word of God. It's real. It's rhema. It cannot come back to him void. You can't tell and ask God something and it comes back void. So what is our problem? I'm telling you we need to spend more time praying. Need to have uh, some Bible studies need to just be prayer. We getting on the line and we just going to pray to God for the things that you need in agape. And we're going to expect it, and it's going to show up. I'm telling you right now, the room is getting ready to fill up. I've already seen it filling up. This place is going to be too small in a minute. I see the gifts that's in here. I see you, man of God. I see you, woman of God. I see you, man of God. You can't be quiet too much longer. I'm coming for you. I'm coming. 
and I love you, but I'm coming for you. No unstone, unturned. That's the way we wrote it, where I come from. You got to get involved and get into it. That's Bishop James Brown. He said, get involved. Get into it. Get into the word of God. So I'm going to leave you with that question and we're going home. What are we going to do? I'm going to ask you again. Uh, my pastor, you say sometimes you have to say it six times. What are you going to do, agape? 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 Stand to your feet. What are you going to do, agape? What you going to do? Don't let this man's living be in vain. Don't let all the sacrifices that this man and this woman and their family make for agape. You think it's easy? I told my wife, and that's why I told her she running. I was running to. Want to be in control of no bunch of black folks? Are you crazy? Drive you crazy. But God said, I gave you the gift, and I gave you the ability. Put yourself down and get yourself back in the arena. Throw your hat in there. And don't come out till you find it. What are we willing to do? We got to get involved and we got to get into it. That's our future. Yeah. I'm telling you right now, I don't know where y'all come. I, I come from a different place now. I've been, uh, I'm going to say it, and it's just what it is. I've been carrying a 38 for over 20 years. And they ain't never stopped carrying one. Because we got to, this thing is personal, man. This thing is real. This thing is rhema, man. We dying in the streets. Our families are, man, he needs help. I'm coming after you, young man. You better get yourself We can get behind you and bless you in your gift, yeah. and you can roll. I'm coming after you, young man. Yeah, That's how it did me when I joined the church. A man grabbed me right away and said, hey, how you doing? You, I, I'm coming after you. On, I didn't make my mind up. Brother, I'm coming after you. Right. I'm coming after you, yeah. man of God. I need your wisdom. I'm dumb. I'm not that smart. Yeah. I need your wisdom. I'm coming after Pastor Barry, I'm coming after you. Yeah. Brother Victor, I'm coming after you. Yeah. Willie, I'm coming after you. Yeah. You and you, I'm coming after you. Brother Don, look like my boy Don in my other church. I'm coming after you. I know you a gangster. I done seen you, Cliff. know you a gangster. Gangsters know gangsters when they see one. Coming after you. And Pastor Maybell, I'm running after you. I'm running after you. I'm done, but we got work to do. We got work to do. Can't sit on your hands because you retired. Can't sit in your nice, comfortable house because God done blessed you. Yes. Somebody need a blessing out here. My boy was just saying yesterday, he bored. Man, there's all kind of things to do. Go volunteer at the hospital. Go to the food bank. Do something. We can do something, Agape. We can come together collectively and do something. There's a brother we're going to pray for, and I'm going to pray for him again right now if it's okay, Pastor Maybell. And we're coming out of here. I'm done. I love y'all. I love you with the love of the Lord. I see you. I see you. I see you. Y'all got some work to do, but y'all bad. Didn't you hear? I came in here, the man said, y'all champions. Now, all of y'all ain't playing tennis, but y'all playing some other game. But y'all champions. Brother Hilton is the brother we going to pray for. Uh, brother Victor, I was taken back. You testified about God had healed you with cancer. But you know, I forgot. 
And that's a shame, Lord. I forgot I had a notch over here. I had one right here, biggest almost about a golf ball. And I had one right here. And they took them all. See, Satan thought he was going to stop my word, but he didn't know I had another opportunity to tell. And right before they took him, my mentor, Brother McClure, he'd come after me. And he said, uh, they was him and his wife and his family, they were in the, in the reception area. I was getting ready to go up, and they were praying over me. We need a family to work with us, to help us. You know, can't be so prideful. And, uh, you got problems. Man, you ain't got no problems with the world. We all got problems. But we got to be uh, uh, big enough to let God know and confide in people that we do know, that love us, that we can get a prayer through. See, God says some things only come by fasting and praying. You can only fast by yourself. You, you, three, you three deities. But you can, But when a hundred folks stick together in your church that love you and know you, and we start praying and we go before God, a hundred times three is what? We be 3,000 strong and we talking to God. God got to hear us. So they took them out of me. And I told the Lord, I, got, I was getting called to the ministry. 99, sister. 99. And uh, I told the Lord, I said, if you heal me, I was laying in my bed. And all my family was downstairs. Uh, just moved into the house. And I was full. And I, uh, 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 it was Easter. Uh, cantata was on. And I saw that spirit come right through that window, man, and it sat down there. He said, will you go for me? I said, I'll go right now. Went back and I told my pastor. I said, but I had already made a pact with the Lord. I said, Lord, if you heal me, I'll serve you. God said, oh, oh, oh that, that's what? And like you told me, remember what you told me now? Amen. I had to remember what he told me. Yeah. I went to a church in Indiana, uh, Pastor uh, uh, Shackleford. And he put his hands on me. He didn't know me. He said, come here. I was telling my wife the other day, I'd be in churches, man, and I'd be like, here we go again, Lord. I'd be way in the back. I was on my Harley one day, had on a Harley shirt, and I was ducking, trying to say, and then I was sitting behind a pole. And the man of God said, hey, young man, back there in that Harley shirt, come here. I said, Lord, have mercy. And I went up, and Shackleford said, I'm going to lay hands on you. Believe that you healed? I said, sir, I believe I'm healed. And when the results came back, it was all benign. Praise God. So we're going to pray for Brother Hilton because he's going through the same thing, Brother Vic. Got a, got a report. But I told him ain't nothing but a setup because God wants you to get back on. See, God know how to get us. Paul said I had a thorn in my side. And he said the Lord wouldn't remove it. He wouldn't remove it because he know when you get out of order, he's going to grab that side. Come here, boy. So I told Hilton God has grabbed his side. So we're going to pray for Brother Hilton. that, And I told him. Remember this day, it's going to be a testimony because he's going to walk right through that door. Amen. And he's going to testify that God delivered him. Amen. And I'm standing on that. Father God, we thank you for this day. We thank you for the word that went forth, Father God. Thank you for who you are in our lives, Father God. Father God, your rhema, your word is real. Your word is true. But we stop right now and pause, and I'm going to turn it back over to Pastor Maybell. We're praying for Brother Hilton. Hilton McNulty, we pray in Father God that he believes and we believe that you've taken the cancer and you've healed his body and you've gave him a new lease on life. And he's going to go around, I know him, shouting and testifying about the goodness of the Lord. He testified that I had been knowing him from 21 years. And after that, that 21 years, he got saved the day that we met him. And he went forward, Father God, and he never looked back. So, Father God, I'm praying and asking you, pleading with you to heal his body. Give him the service that he gave to you. Now, we know we all have sinned and fall short of your glory, Lord. But because Jesus Christ, the advocate that's on the cross, that hung, bled, and died, that we might be free. 
and he is the word, and God, you are the word and the Holy Spirit, we asking you to dwell with him. Endow him. That's why you gave me the word. Endow him. Take him over, Lord. Permeate him. Ring him out, Father God, and give him a transplant of your love. And we testify this day, and we believe that it's going to come to pass. It's in Jesus' name we pray, and we all said amen, amen, and amen.